host, Trisha Murray, Director and CMO at Light On Marketing. Each podcast, they shine a little light on the field of marketing and more for those who are becoming more conscious consumers of the three M's, the marketing, the media, and the messages inside of a business and beyond it. I share my brand of different, which generally means bridging both sides of the marketing conversation for a business owner and the customer. I tend to mash up the science and the spiritual, the function and the form in order to unravel some of the web that's been woven around the three M's. I'll be back in a moment with a few key things from this episode to let you tune in and sync up with what's to come. I'm going back to an incredibly deep well of wisdom that I found in the work of Susan Fournier, somewhere around 2014. Susan has studied and worked in the field of brand-consumer relationships since the mid-1990s, and it's not an overstatement to say that her work was one of the turning points in my Eat, Pray, Love journey that allowed me to atraversiamo, cross over, and make my way back into the field of marketing. We're going to touch on three things today. The principle of correspondence from the hermetic tradition. Everything is related inside the business and beyond. And relationship is everything because everything is connected. So let's dive in to let it be lighter. All right, let's start with 2014. I was working on my psych degree, psychology degree, and I was bored out of my mind with the curriculum options that were available. (laughs) Once I had reached the 400 level course requirements, I had to get really, really creative to find a way to keep playing the game. Now, if you listen to podcast 43, you'll know that this is an absolutely essential element if we want to be infinite players. Changing our game, changing the way that we play, whatever game it is that we're playing, in order to keep playing it. And of course, we'll only want to keep playing it if if we have a genuine love of the game, which I did. I was truly enjoying studying psychology, but I was really getting frustrated with the with the course options. They were they 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 just weren't um, what I wanted to be studying anymore. Now, some of you will remember if you've been tuning in for a while. In 2012, I left marketing. I was done. I was like D O N E done. And I was actively stepping back in order to reframe my big picture. I was burned out, was on the edge of a breakdown. So at the time, I was pretty sure I was going to go and hang out at a yoga studio for the rest of my days teaching yoga. Until I found Susan Fournier's work. As I said, she's been studying this this field of consumer brand relationships for longer than I've even been in marketing. And... She is hands down one of the most brilliant minds that I've encountered in academia and in marketing. As I made my way through the 30 years of research that she'd participated in by that time, I wanted to shout her insights from the rooftops. And I did. (laughs) Only all I heard in response was crickets. It was one of the most frustrating periods of my life. I had gone through the hero's journey. I had stumbled through the caves, and I believed that I had found the treasure of all treasures. 
I made my way back out into the, quote, real world, end quote, and it just didn't land. Now, I'm not going to suggest that I'm this master storyteller, so it's probable that I just didn't stick the landing. But what I was sharing was this magic elixir to cure all marketing's woes and nothing. <laughs> I remember delivering a presentation called Relationships for the Win to a group of entrepreneurs, and I had a full house. Actually, it was the first time that I'd ever presented, and I had a waiting list. So I knew I was on to something. But as I stepped into the story, blending Susan's brilliance with others like Chris Malone and Stephen Covey, the silence was deafening. Have you ever had that happen? Have you ever been so absolutely certain of something and yet have the majority of people in your corner of the world make absolutely no connection with it? It shook me to my core. Did I really get it that wrong? Was Susan that far off base? So I did what I always do. Well, first I cried a little bit. <laughs> and then I went back through my work. I went back to my source, literally and figuratively. I went back to the very first piece that I read of Susan's, and I went back to my source, like capital S, like the divine spirit, infinite intelligence, God, whatever you call it. And here's what I heard from the latter. The business world simply isn't ready to hear this yet, Trisha. Now, that's probably very applicable to those of you who could relate to my earlier question and may find yourself very disconnected from people. They simply can't hear you right now. But here's what I heard from the former. They can't engage with what you're sharing because the relationship has been disrupted. Okay, so if you're a business owner, you have probably heard this term bantered about by marketers, engagement, engagement metrics, engagement scores, engagement tactics, blah, blah, blah. If you're on the consumer side, you might be simply thinking what, like put a ring on it? Three decades of research and Susan's first article still delivered the problem behind the pain point and the solution. Here's what she said. Engagement is the byproduct of strong two-way relationships. Let me say that again. Engagement is the byproduct of strong two-way relationships. The pain point is a lack of engagement. The problem is a relationship disconnection. The solution is focus on building a strong two-way connection. The strength of the relationship will mirror the level of engagement. And the level of engagement is going to reflect the strength of the relationship. Now, you all know how much I love paradoxes, even when they frustrate you. <laughs> so let me give you a real-time, real-life example. Last week, I was talking with a friend in New York who has created an online radio network. He and I have been talking about me doing a show. For now, I said to him, 
it's just not the right timing, which of course he debated. <laughs> we carried on with another conversation. But as we were bringing the whole discussion to an end, he said, here's one piece of advice, if you will take it. At least do your podcast weekly. We've been programmed, he said, to expect things weekly, from radio shows to television shows. And he's right. We have been programmed. We have been taught for decades to do certain things in certain ways, and it's what we will continue to learn until we experience a pattern interrupt. Releasing a podcast once a month is 100% on purpose. I am trying to create a pattern interrupt. Posting a somewhat longer piece at times, blended with shorter pieces at times, or these wait what moments that I encounter, is 100% intentional because it creates a pattern interrupt. The programming isn't natural, and it's completely misaligned with who we are as humans. We love stories. We love short stories and we love long epic stories. We love to read and listen and watch chapter by chapter and we value good conversation with good people and when we find it, we'll wait. But that's not what we've been programmed into. In fact, the space between conversations, our minds expand and then they contract around the ideas and the thoughts and the feelings that we've experienced and it makes the next conversation all that much more. But that's not what we've been programmed around. In podcast 43, I shared my personal and professional belief that 2020 created a pattern interrupt. 2020 was the interruption that we needed in order to see things like the programming and the program, the cacophony and the phony, the confusion and the confused, the complicated and the players who have been hell-bent on keeping things complicated inside the marketing, inside the media, inside the message, and beyond. But the program isn't working anymore. <laughs> I'm not convinced that it actually ever did, but it's definitely not working anymore. And as the patterns get interrupted, as we each in our own way interrupt the regular scheduled programming <laughs> and start doing things differently, we'll find what I touched on in episode number 33, that different is what makes the difference. The program of marketing is breaking down because it goes against human nature. That's what Chris Malone shared in The Human Brand. There's another episode. I'm just quickly looking to see what episode number that is for you guys. That was episode number 31. You can go back to and listen to some of the things that I took from The Human Brand. But the program of marketing is breaking down because it goes against human nature. 
the playbook that we will see most players on the marketing field continue to run is completely out of alignment with how humans are wired. And it's out of alignment with the way that nature operates. I didn't need to go looking to find principles of marketing. I mean, they exist, and they're complicated and confusing and mostly pretty boring. Effective marketing follows the same principles as the universe, as nature, and as what is innate to humanity. Those principles ensure the relationship stays in balance. The relationship between a business, an owner, and the customer. The business, the owner, and the customer. Three points on a triangle, and when that triangle gets pulled out of alignment, the relationship is no longer in balance. So there's these principles, like the principle of correspondence, which says, principle of correspondence from the Hermetic tradition, which says, there is harmony or agreement between all realms. There can be, and arguably must be, harmony between all realms. The business, the owner, and the customer realms. The principle of correspondence also says, there is no separation. There's no separation. As within, so without. As above, so below. The micro mirrors the macro, and the macro reflects the micro. On this one principle, I have had countless debates with business owners who have an unwavering loyalty to the finite game. The finite game as finite players where they continually feel like they need to win. But if we know anything about winning, it means that someone's going to lose. And in today's marketing, media, and message culture, the losers are predominantly the customers, the consumers, the end user of the product or service. And we're all end users of something. No matter what direction you come at this from, the finite game, podcast number 43, is out of alignment with these universal principles. With this universal principle, the principle of correspondence, and the other six that are a part of the hermetic tradition, there is no separation. The micro is the macro. The small things we do inside a relationship mirror the level of engagement we have across the macro of that relationship. Now, if you're a business owner and you want more engagement, take a step back and look at the relationship you have with your customers. Now, if you're actively becoming a more coherent, conscious consumer, you'll be doing the same thing, maybe even unconsciously, but from the other side. You're going to be evaluating the, the, the strength of the relationship, how two-sided it seems to you. There's no separation between creating more and experiencing more as a business owner and ensuring that you are aligned with your customers creating 
and experiencing more. In fact, I put money on this every single day in the work that I do with the smallest of small business owners. When you get laser focused on identifying and amplifying the unique contribution that you make to your customers' lives, there's no way you won't create an experience more. Why? Because you're focused on them creating and experiencing more. (laughs) There's no separation. What is present or absent in the microcosm of your business or in your customer relationships is what gets reflected back out to the macro big world through your marketing, your media, and your messaging. There's no separation. If you think of marketing as a person, which I do, marketing literally gets downright giddy (laughs) when a business owner and consumers start to invest in building strong two-way relationships. But here's the thing. (laughs) Marketing also knows when it's being asked to operate in unnatural ways. Marketing has also tolerated it for about 150 years since someone named marketing. But as this shift takes place all around us, as our world evolves and changes, marketing is shaking off these shackles that have been placed on it, being made to do what it knows it's not naturally meant to do. Marketing is so much more interested (laughs) in the natural because natural creates more flow. And natural is really what humans want to experience. So I'm going to bring this in for a close. I want to refresh a few things that will help you change your game of marketing and become a more coherent, conscious consumer of the three M's. Engagement is a byproduct of strong two-way relationships. If you are unengaged, look at the relationship. If you are not creating the engagement that you would seek to have, look at the relationship. Focus on building strong two-way connections between you, your business, your business, your customer, and between you and your customer as the owner. That's what creates the experience of more. More health, more wealth, more meaning, more love. The four things that every single person on the planet wants to experience more of. Health, wealth, meaning, and love. Focus on strong two-way relationships. And how can marketing inter, inter, intersect those, that relationship journey and fortify it for you? The fields of marketing, the fields of media, and the fields of messaging, storytelling, um, are being recalibrated by source, like big S source right now, and by sources like Susan and myself in order to be more natural, more aligned, and more in flow. Okay, let's pause for a moment. So what if you really have no idea how to realign the relationship in order to create more engagement? Or what if your relationship with marketing has you feeling defensive, on guard, 
burned out, or it's just breaking down and you don't know what to do. Well, if you're a micro business owner and you've moved beyond the DIY approach to marketing, I want to invite you to check out three lightweight marketing solutions at our gorgeous new website, which has been designed and built by our quid promo quo partner, Flying Horse Design Studios, and I'll share more about them in a moment. But if you're a solopreneur or a first-time startup, and you have been struggling with getting your marketing in flow, there's going to be a link in the show notes to something that we call flow marketing. It's been tailored to you guys, and it's the ideal balance between DIY and doing it with me in a group setting or one-to-one. So that might be step one to getting a grip on the relationship and starting to create more engagement inside a business. And you might be well on your way right now. So allow me to share one next step once you've done all of this. Refreshing what marketing defines as your brand, your macro image, your outside identification, your logo or your labeling, your packaging or your promotional materials, your core visuals from your website to your in-store signage. Leveling up may mean refreshing your business image and it can be a game changer for increasing revenue. When it's clear how you help clients inside your marketing pieces, you have more time to make the sale instead of explaining what you do. When you're excited about how your external website looks, your brochures, your social media presence is put together, your energy is raised and clients are naturally attracted to that energy. With more time and renewed energy to share the contribution your products and services make to your customers' lives, you sell more because they are experiencing more and both sides profit. That's one of the core ways exploring a relationship with Flying Horse Design Studios can amplify your engagement. They offer a six-week process to refine and reunite your messaging, your visuals, your offerings, to make strong connections throughout your customer's relationship journey. You're going to find a link below to learn more about Flying Horse Design and their brand refresh. And if it's the right relationship fit for you, do me and Christy at Flying Horse Design Studio as a favor and just mention your source. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. If this conversation resonated with you, I would be delighted if you shared it with a few people who may be searching for a different relationship with marketing, media, or the messages that swirl around us every single day inside of our businesses and beyond. If you're a business owner, I've already shared a couple of ways Light on Marketing can help you and your customers experience more engagement. But if you're on the other side, if you're becoming more coherent, and conscious as a consumer. I want to invite you to check out our Substack platform 
you'll find a series of articles and resources that are reframing the three M's and how they impact our minds. Until next time, I am Trisha Murray, shining a light on the marketing, the media, and the message, and sometimes so much more, one podcast at a time. <laughs>